This is exactly right. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. Well, and this is Karen Kilgariff. Um, how are you, Karen? I mean, I'm feeling a strong sense of discovery right now between the two of us. Ooh, that sounds, uh, yeah, it was. I, I opened the show with a real quizzical tone. I love it. Like, like I'm hey. ready, ready to learn. Yeah. Like, where are we on our own podcast? Yeah, wow. What it takes it? place in a car. We're picking up a comic. We're Who taking him to, to LAX. That's a great idea. What? This is fascinating. Tell me more. Well, I would, except I'm reminded now that you thought of it, Karen. Oh, maybe that's why I asked that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are experiencing um, extreme loss of your own uh memories which or extreme ego maniacal uh behavior keep right. your eye on me a lot of people need to have someone else say what they've done or what they've thought of to kind of boost them back up who in this car was on wings it, oh that's right it was, me. It was you karen <laughs> who in this car was in a european car commercial Doing uh, stunt driving? Hey, wait a minute. That was me. Yeah. But I feel like you made mine seem like I'm just like a dumb stunt driver guy. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Oh, so you're brave. I was a, trying to make you look dumb. That's another <laughs> thing that egomaniacal like, people do. Is they, they take other people's things. They, they disguise it as a compliment. Yep. And then they're like, oh, yeah. Remember that post hole you digged? <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Do you still a lot of, do a lot of post hole digging? I was 15. I was helping my mom's friend. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do it for a living. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I no. thought you were great at it. I think it's one of the best things you've done. I, I mean, comedy. It's what you should do. Comedy is great, too. Comedy is good, but you excel. I mean, you come alive when you dig post holes. Yeah, and you see immediate progress, which, let's be honest, with your comedy career, <laughs> it's there's not, not. not a lot of Dang. benchmarks. <laughs> um. Did you have one of those special shovels that has two shovels on each side to dig those post holes? Yes. It is the most poorly designed tool. If you don't have brand new post hole diggers, uh -huh. the honestly, I'm just going to say that the handles get floppy. Are you saying it's bad post hole service? It's, <laughs> it really is. That was, oh. Maybe there's a reason I'm so stuck up. Because you, yeah, if you're someone that just is able to make a postal service joke out of, uh, you know, a conversation about 
manual labor. Yeah. That's the kind of mind that should be propped up. I feel like that's what we're here to do. That's what we're trying to do. Your brain should be on these stilts that would otherwise hold up a Fabergé egg. Fabre- oh. Fabergé. Fabergé. Fabergé, yeah. Fabergé. Like the, uh, Jeanette. Jean- oh, no. Uh, what perfume was by Fabergé? Oh, Brut, Brut by Fabergé. Also, a- by Menon. By Menon. Today, um, in Los Angeles is the LA Marathon. Ugh. And, come on, you guys. Please. I know you want to run until there's diarrhea running down your legs <laughs> like a young Bruce Jenner, but some people still have to function in a, yeah. in a metropolitan city. This and is, yeah. They insist on running through the middle. Look at this traffic. Yeah. Traffic is bumper to bumper just so some people could get some exercise within city limits. You can't take that shit to Burbank with your diarrhea shorts. Take it over. Well, I'm, I live in Burbank. Let's take it to Downey where nothing matters. Yeah, why don't you take that shit to Downey? Leave the sweet people of Burbank like Karen and, and everyone Ooh. else in legitimate Los Angeles. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. I get it. You want to run. And I say diarrhea because I think of that one picture of a guy. I think he looks like a young... Steve Buscemi uh, in so much pain in the face and he's like running towards the finish line and his legs are just coated in yeah. I've been running too hard diarrhea. I kind of love the fact that... To begin and also, end with you people. Where does it end with you people? Uh, I mean, literally, where is the finish line? I'm out of curiosity. <laughs> Turns out I actually want to run a marathon and I'm angry at myself for never uh, having the discipline or, or free time. What do you... I call it the shit discipline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Let's. This is officially colon colon the poop episode. Let's just try to weave it in. We won't tell our guest Bridger Winger uh, that it's officially that. We'll just see if he catches catches on. Tell me a little bit about Bridger. <clears throat> okay, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but he's a very good friend of mine. And um, <laughs> that's his last name. <laughs> it's Winger, yes. Or oh, yes. Winnegar. Okay. And Bridger <laughs> is a Mormon name, and uh, it. I looked it up. It's a, commonly the name is Bridger A12. Truly, a- which I think is fascinating. A12. A12 with if the you, number. Yes, the letter and the number. Are so all the Bridger Mormons are like a. a digital human like a robot a12 i mean we can ask him about it i'm not sure if he is religiously mormon or if he's just from utah i'm not i don't know that much about his, his background his name is bridger and he's originally from utah yep okay it's safe to assume yeah then. i think it is very safe see oh. up here yeah. yep there's a department of transportation ballard some cones and uh it's also people can uh get a little exercise now chris Selfishly. did you ever work for the city because I didn't know those were called ballards. You, you know, I'm not exactly, I don't know that they are. I think it's just a, a caution sign. A ballard, I'm incorrect. A ballard is further along the road here. Ballard is one of those yellow poles that are only made to back into in a parking lot. Oh, okay. They're made of uh, cement on the inside, they're metal on the outside. Actually, speaking of my manual labor past, once in Austin, I was getting paid so little to feature at Cap City that during the day, I picked up a gig painting ballards. <laughs> and I am not kidding. Just one color? Just yellow. Like it wasn't because your artistic background? Drove around the city with a roller and some uh, oil-based paint. Wow. High gloss. 
God, they were shiny. I bet they were gorgeous ballards. I went to art school, Karen. <clears throat> and I know. Yeah. when yeah, I do bring that up um, a couple times a day, and I I respect it. I bring that art ability into my ballard painting, even though I know it's just a utilitarian use of paint. Look at this fool. Yeah. Oh. Oh, now you're trapped. Oh wow. So what do you do with rules when you find out about them, lady? Do you just snap them in half like a Slim Jim? I love it. In Los Angeles, if you've never driven here, there's a lot of people who think they're going to do it their way. And then, like that lady, they get trapped in a little circle of cones. That, somebody got out of the car, and they're moving the cones. That's great. Uh, that is amazing. It's pretty awesome. I hope he had some sarcastic comments for her when he got out. So... The road is closed. The road is closed down there. We're What we're trying to do is get right by um, La Brea and Hollywood. So I think we'll be okay. Oh, I thought he was at Hollywood and Highland. A, uh, well, that's, it's, you know, that's that block where, okay. the, where the Kimmel show is. Okay. Well, he works on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and I guess he's there for work today. Okay. And that's where we're picking him up. Well, I certainly hope we can get to him. This is actually... Are you nervous? No, I don't care about I'm, anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll be the one that cares because okay. I'm going to let it affect my, uh, you know, podcasting ability. No, no. I will. I, just, I am nerve. I, I'm sweating that we won't. That that was a roadblock. I know Orange will be closed, too. That would take us directly to him, but yeah, we that's, can't. That's, those people are turning down the street that just stops. Oh, my goodness. Those people don't even know what the H they're doing. Also, this is 10 minutes fast. Okay. I should tell you that. Well, I, I know to never look at someone's car clock because that's a trick that I've never tried on myself where I, I'll wake up or see a clock and it lights a fire under my ass to hurry. Yeah. Even though I know I said it, it's really 10 minutes earlier. Right. I, I've never tried that trick on myself. It's so stupid. All it does actually is make me do math in my head while I'm trying to figure out whether or not I'm late. Which takes more time and you're later. It, and I'm always late. I'm, I'm irresponsible well, in that way. Is and I, there nothing more time consuming than math, April? I know. And stressful. Oh. Oh, no. Okay, so here's what we're going to so do. So now you're nervous like I was? Yep. Because this is truly cut off, but here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to pull over up here on Franklin, and he's going to walk over. Cause that's... Really? From where he's at? Yeah, because he's right down there. Okay. It, the El Capitan is substantially down east there. of here, yes. But he said he was on Hawthorne. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know where he is. And how did that car get down there? Oh, my there? God. He's going to have to run a little marathon of his own. This is crazy. I don't know. I, I wonder... don't... I'm a little worried. I wonder if we can loop back. They, this is a first in Do You Need a Ride history where we are, there are roadblocks keeping us from our guest. He is <laughs> he's exactly, sequestered. He's in the spot. Like, he might have to take an Uber to where we are. This is nuts. Wait, I have to call him. Yes, yes. That is job one okay. right now. Uh, oh, Bridger. Okay, Bridger. Oh, he's going to be upset. Let's see. But just for podcasting purposes in a car, I guess we should put him on speaker. Phone. Okay. I want to hear the disappointment oh, he, okay. in his voice. Just uh, to add drama to this episode. Oh, he has already texted me. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Did he say there's no he way said, you're going to get me? He said, everything is a nightmare here, so I'll meet you by Sunset and Highland, maybe that Chick-fil-A corner. Um, okay. 
I... Terrific. The thing is, can we get to the Chick-fil-A corner? Right. Let me, let me see. That is something. He's writing back right now. Um, I think I don't think anyone was prepared for how the LA Marathon, while making some people live longer, uh, causes others to want to end their lives. <laughs> I'm going to go that far. So that's how much I don't like the marathon. It really is bizarre. This is a city that, and I know it's Sunday, but people have mass. This is a marathon against Jesus. <laughs> um, well, what I think is super weird. Oh, look at, see, there's a camera. I wonder if the end is near here. Because a cameraman from ABC7 just walked by us oh, holding he, his camera. He he is literally walking. Yeah. Which so, is, is this going to be our first walking podcast? No way. I'll quit this podcast if we have to walk. And he will be quitting his flight. <laughs> um, well, we'll just figure this out. Okay. As we go. You, I mean, you're calm. You've been in a situation where you've managed people. I am a manic, uh, scared child at <laughs> most points in the day. Um, I understand that, though, because uh, I, I was just talking to somebody about that, and it could have been my therapist for sure. Thank you, ma'am. How kind. Yeah. Um, they still, there are some nice people. To have uh, the kind of, I think we had very similar mothers in some ways. Yes. And I, I have the kind of mother that would go make you do things without kind of thinking it through. So, like, it would be like, you're fine, go do it. And then you'd get in it as a child, and it would not be okay. And then you, as, like, an eight-year-old, had to figure out how to do things where there was, like, adults that were mad at you. Right. I'm specifically talking about, and I just tweeted about this Or just learn to not trust your mother. Exactly. <laughs> so this is cut off. This is cut off. Okay. This is, uh... He's gonna have... I don't know. I guess he's gonna have to walk down here. Um, is there any way we can get... Yeah. Thing. Everything is cut off. This is hilariously How did crazy. Bridger get to work? Because they were doing this last night. I left the Tomorrow Show. Come on, super friend. Yeah. With your electric hot rod. Hi. You're, yeah. You're a pretty I lady. We, we know that you have a winning formula, which is your face. <laughs> your face and your your Tesla. Okay. Um, a lot of people think Tesla ripped off Edison. Or is, vice versa. I'm Edison. Sorry. That's right. Because yes, Tesla yes. wanted all electricity to be free. And they would not let him do that. Oh wow! Okay, so so we're sunset still is is that. the the thing. Yes. Sorry, I'm so unclear. It's quite all right. I'm just gonna uh, just have conversation with our audience on our own while you text. We are watching some people that are preparing for the marriage. No, this man is in it. He has no business being in it. These people are in it. How is this man? Look at that man sauntering. He's doing it. He has bruises on his leg from Ooh. walking. No, oh, no, that's a, that's a tattoo. It, that's says, a tattoo. it says Linda. <laughs> that's okay. It's Well, he's working out so hard that his tattoos are melting. These are all people that, oh, I could totally take that lady. The lady in capris? Are you kidding? <laughs> You're going to take her? No one's ever accused her of being fit. <laughs> I mean, normally I don't call people. And this person treats it like some sort of a, a parade. Look at how she's dressed. Oh, yeah, she looks kind of like, um... She's wearing a Von Dutch hat and a pink <laughs> sports bra, and I think she's pregnant. Yeah, she does look... Well, she does. No, I bet you she just likes beer. Oh, okay, I'm an asshole then. No, That's no, I mean, it's hard to tell. They're how quickly similar. you become insensitive just by being uh, someone with vision. 
I am so it's happening right now and it's happening on sunset. Uh He told us to meet us on the street that the marathon is occurring, which is very impossible. It's to, it's literally impossible, but I think he, what he did was walk down from where he was and then discover also. Yeah, we're yes. basically having this discovery at the same time. Oh, I see. Um well, God, huh. who, why'd they make him go into work on Sunday morning? Um, well, be, it's when because he has a flight. that show is demanding. Uh, that show is going to Austin. It's a daily show. Okay. Um, which so it's not. Oh, look at your girlfriend back there. Oh, is she here in the back of that truck? Do oh you see yeah. Her? Oh my goodness. What's happening with that lady? She is without pants. She's not wearing pants, everybody. She, but she. <laughs> There's a lady just kind of hanging out of her, quite literally hanging out of the back of her. Um, She's one of those, you know those vans where it's just filled to the brim with newspaper because they just love journalism. She is that kind of a, uh, what do you call it, hoarder. And uh, But she's never hoarded a pair of sweats, sweatpants, apparently. Or underpants. So her, her front butt was sagging. Over her <laughs> naked legs, and the hatchback of the van was just open, yeah. and she was on the phone, probably a new iPhone. It's always amazing when it's like, well, because I, I get my phone turned off all the time, and it's like, it's sure. okay, it's normal, but that lady is barely is a part of society, yet she has she's, the, yep, she's got all, the everything service. all-time minutes and, and unlimited data. <laughs> But she, she was talking has, to her lawyer. She has limited pants. I just, <laughs> I can't stop talking about how she was naked in the legs. Yeah. This is, we're making progress. We're yeah. at least going east. Hold on. Oh, Bridger, I just want to apologize I beforehand. Know, this sucks like crazy. Yeah. I remember now. I remember the LA Marathon ruining my year, uh, my uh... day many years ago. All just so you can experience a high pulse it's so and weird. feel better than other people. I mean, and now and all, get, the entire city uh, is like this weird game where everyone is trying to see where they can get to. Oh, yeah. They don't solve the problem. They don't provide a solution. They're just like, yeah, we hope you folks don't mind, but... Uh, Everything in your life has to stop so some guy can get diarrhea pants and some green stick fractures in his foot. <laughs> What's that? Well, it's like a hairline fracture, but uh, kind of like a highway divider instead of a ballard. Ooh, we're get- look at this. Uh, ooh, ooh, follow that bus. Follow those kids. <laughs> Out of my way, nerds. Okay, well, this is very good. Yeah, this is much better. We are just... I, I have a feeling we are going to have to backtrack. We've chosen a serpentine route. And uh, we're going to have to probably backtrack that way. We just got to get to that damn freeway. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is not looking good. This no. is a bunch of U-turn. This You're going to have to tell him to meet us here. I think this is as close as we can yeah. get. We are on orange. But I think he's... Okay, orange. And... The street we're on. I think Lakewood? What is this street? What is this street? Do you think that when people are like, oh, this is Lakewood. How do you know you're Los Angeles, Karen? (laughs) Orange and Lakewood. Yep. We've got to... Behind the high school. That's good. He's very close here. And am I about to watch this bus do a U-turn? 
Into the back of me? Yes, he would only just be backing into you. Um, well, this is a very special traffic... Uh, oriented episode of Do You Need a Ride? Yeah, this is this is insane. Because... A lot of times that alienates uh, people that don't live in this city because they're like Orange and Lakewood. I don't. I'm listening to the dollop instead. <laughs> they do, I can't learn anything from this. <clears throat> you're What's learning... fascinating is this is you're learning why people in LA bitch so much about this. Yes, exactly. Hold on, can I show you something? There's you kids see... in there. That but hand? Look at the the front wheel that has the spikes like Mad Max coming out of it. Oh, what a weird bus choice. This this must be a punk rock bus. Of this some is kind. a school bus uh, filled with kids. It says Town Ride on it. Yet the wheels belong at a No Means No concert. Yeah, this is super weird. Look at that. That is straight out of Greece. Yeah. When he chops up a tire. That is awesome. Oh, I wish. We got to start adding photos to our uh, podcast. Yeah. I, well, I could have taken one. It just backed up so closely behind me. Well, we, um, yeah, there's a lot we need to do. And one of them is to somehow provide visuals because that was noteworthy. That was visibly noteworthy. And this guy in this overpriced Audi, he's driving under it. He's yeah, driving under it. Of course he is. He's moving it with his arm. You obligated son of a gun. But also, he's not going to get anywhere because he's going down to Sunset and it's closed. He okay. just needs some Chick-fil-A or whatever's on the corner. So just tell him we're uh, right across from the Wellness Center at Hollywood High. That, don't say that. That won't help him. Um. So we, so far, I mean... I'm just texting with Bridger, so I'm not helping him. It's Sorry. quite all right. It's quite all right. It, these, this is... I knew there would be some occupational hazards with having a podcast where we pick people up, where we have to go to the airport, where we're driving. Chances are you're going to get sidetracked and it's not going to be all, you know, talking to a guest or fun. <laughs> Sorry if your podcast has to be all the time fun. Entertaining or two people actually talking. Yes, or, or providing information applicable to your life. It's your fault you don't live in Los Angeles. If you don't live in Los Angeles or New York, you're wasting your time and you're probably happy. And you probably have a healthy family and you're spiritually fulfilled, like all my friends in Missoula, Montana. Um, you don't know that they're all spiritually fulfilled. No, a lot of them are riddled with darkness. You are right. I mean, I feel like that's the human condition. Wherever you live, wherever you go, that's that that doesn't go away because you have nice surroundings right. and more trees. A lot of people are chasing happiness and they think it's going to be in a relationship or in a job. <clears throat> it's in you. It's it, You know what? Happiness... Someone I read this is a warm gun. I, I heard yeah, it. That's right. I heard that in a song. Oh, this lady needs us to do something. Too she, bad. Hey, it's not going to happen. We're all on our own. Oh, think so. Bridger is two, a couple blocks away, and he's walking to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> isn't that crazy? It's crazy. He's going to walk the marathon route. Oh no! I hope. Does he have bags with him? Um, well, he's they're going to Austin for a couple days, so he probably has a suitcase. Oh, no. Oh, look at her. She's rolling by in her... her... Is she in the marathon? <laughs> There's a woman in a kind of... What do you call that? A lark? Or I, a... I, I've kind of... I started calling them all rascal scooters, but it is some sort of a, uh, you know, an assistance cart. Let's right. just call it that. And she's very popular. Everyone's saying hi to her. Um... Okay, I'm, I'm texting him the exact 
where we are. Yes. Maybe we should drop a pin. A lot of people <laughs> drop pins. This is so fucked up. Yeah, it is. I had a feeling. I mean, last night, uh, I had trouble sleeping last night because I was thinking about this happening. Yeah. So for it to now be happening, <laughs> okay. it's really making me wish I'd slept. My... <laughs> Because it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, it happened anyway. Which is kind of bringing me back to right what I was kind of saying before, which is you can't, you know, this shit goes down. Yeah. And that's why we, I built in uh, at least, we did like at least an extra hour for this podcast so that he would be on time. Right. I think we can still make it. I think we can still make it too. <clears throat> I mean, who knows though? Who knows what's going to happen in this goddamn world? We have not had a guest miss their flight yet. No. Have we? I don't think so. No. Unless they did and they just didn't tell us. Ooh, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> well, sounds like I'm not sleeping again tonight. Oh, I can see him. You can? Oh, I wish I knew. I, you He's, know, a has lot red of, hair. One time I did the uh, Sklar Brothers podcast and they did so much research about me. One, they knew what I looked like. Two, they knew my last name. And three, they knew all these details about my life and my interests and brought them up and had things to say about them. And yeah. they were both on iPads. And I was like, oh, wow, if I ever have a podcast, I'm going to put that kind of work into it. But no, we <laughs> screw those guys and well, screw them for putting that pressure on me. Jason, Randy, we, you know how hard it is to just the, the logistics of... Uh, there he is. There he is. There he is with his beautiful, he's, he's got red him. hair and a nice stride. Doesn't and he a, look like he should be, uh, you know, in like a J. Crew? He's so young and... He is. Hold on, I'm gonna well, now I realize, oh, that's got to be someone Karen has a crush on. He's <laughs> handsome. He's filled with gusto. I'm now alone in the car. So Bridger's um, so getting in the car. I'm exhausted as if I have run the marathon myself. I like these guys. They're just walking by smoking. There's your microphone. Hi. This is Chris. Good to meet you. How are What is this madness? We're in it to win it. This morning. Let's see. Let me get a seatbelt here. Okay, yeah. Let's be safe. Oh, can you? You might be... Do I need to lift the blanket? Yeah. There's the blanket. We put down the blanket. Sorry about that. It's a decision you need to make. Do you like... Um, a, a dog hairs or safety? I I prefer. Actually, it's a toss-up for me. It is. I'm usually covered in some right? kind of hair. Oh, good. So if I can have safety, that's great. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That, well, then you've made your decision. That often is the decision. But I myself am allergic to dogs, so I sometimes when I'm having a bad attack, I'd rather be flying through a windshield. How are you operating in this car? Yeah. Really. Uh, it's, it's certain dogs, pugs, uh, any kind of a any kind of a pug or bulldog type. Pugs dog. are worthless. Yeah, yeah they they really are. Pretty gross. They have little to no worth. Yeah, they're garbage. They are. There's one fun thing to do with pugs, though. Uh, if you're ever in a body of water where you're wading in it and you're holding a pug, and you lower the pug towards the water, they will start swimming above the water. And when you set them down, they'll take off like a motorboat. Have you done this personally? And yes, and I've only done it with that one breed of dog. That's something that maybe multiple dogs. Where did do. this opportunity come from? Oh, in Montana, right near the where they shot a river runs through it, <laughs> and uh, it was my. This dog also would get oh. excited and is. Uh, you're like that lady now. Yeah, I don't. Even do you want to make it out and move? We've cones? all done that. And uh, the dog would get excited, and his eyes. It was disgusting. His eyes would pop out, 
and she had to push them back in. Like oh. that lady that was on Letterman oh, in the sure. 80s. Sorry. This, this is unbelievable. All of these people have gone down the street illegally. I had to drive through a, a barricade. I just gave up eventually because I had to get to my parking spot, so I just drove literally <laughs> through a cone and uh, the police tape. Now, did, when amazing. did you go to work today, early this morning? Um, I got there at like 10.45. I just I, left my car there because I don't have a parking space in my apartment. Oh, wow. that's per- And they let you do that? Yeah. The good people yeah, they're great at Kimmel. They're oh, yes. People. Tell us a little bit about your job at yes, Kimmel. Yes, please. Do you feel comfortable talking about that? Yeah, of course. Does it make you uneasy? It makes me incredibly <laughs> uneasy. Just the thought of it makes me shiver. Uh, no, it's great. It's um, I've been working there since last September. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you want to know? I don't know. This is... Uh, there's a guy named Andy Fisher that used to direct it. He's, he he doesn't work there anymore, does he? Not as far that's as my, I know. That's my only name drop. Okay. You're a staff writer, right? I'm a staff writer. Um, I work with a variety of wonderful people. Um, and have you done anything that's been that you can say? Oh, I wrote that. That's been on the air. Anything that people that's might gone recognize? viral. <laughs> <laughs> that those were all you. Have you influenced Every viral our culture bit. in any way? <laughs> all of oh, your mean tweets was your idea. Good to know, Bridger Winger. Um, Wait, am I pronouncing oh, that correctly? A, listen, one of my dreams of being on a podcast is being able to say my name correctly in public. Okay, please do it because I just did it <laughs> wrong, right? Well, because. Eighty percent of my close friends at this point don't know. How to oh, okay, <laughs> that makes Karen feel better. I think because, and this is my fault because about two years ago, I heard somebody correct somebody on their name pronunciation, and I just thought, "That's the what are you doing? Who cares?" Like they were very uh, mean about it, and so I just gave up correcting people on my name altogether. Right. And now that's obviously just causing problems because everyone calls me Bridger Winnegar or Bridger Winger. It's um, Bridger Weiniger. Is it Weiniger? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I would have that. But it looks like vinegar. Never get, or yeah. And whatever. I believe a minute ago you just called him Deborah Winger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm lazy. So I just, whatever comes you out can of my mouth. call me Deborah Winger whenever you want. <laughs> but is it true, um, because Sean Tedrachi and I looked up some Mormon names, the, one of the ways people have the name Bridger is Bridger A12. What's that? You've never heard of that? No. Are you are you a Mormon by faith? Um, yeah, my parents are. Your parents are Mormon. Yeah. Um, it. I, we looked. At, I don't. He was. I think Sean was trying to write a list of names for some reason. Sure. And he likes to look up. He finds Mormon names very interesting because a lot of them are kind of like culturally they're not not ones anyone's ever heard of before. Sure. And one of them is Bridger A12. A, and is it like the letter A, the number <laughs> 12? Yeah, blow the me away. The letter A, a dash, and the number 12. That sounds like a code name. Or exactly. like, I know. I thought maybe that Bridger A12 was your name, and you had just kind of shortened it for Hollywood. Or <laughs> I dropped the A12. <laughs> That's actually, it was too easy to pronounce. We should all get plenty of A12 because it's good for your skin yeah, and your vision. Right. Oh, glowing. For, for your health. I'm the guy that comes in with jokes that may or may not make sense. <laughs> now, back to the legitimate conversation. If you had kept going with that, I would have just believed A12 is a vitamin. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, A12. You get it mostly in the uh, American Southwest. <laughs> um, no, that's just... Well, that's um, Weiniger. Yeah, and Bridger comes from... A, there was a mountain man named Jim Bridger. Oh. Who I think was the like the first European to discover the Great Salt Lake, he, and he thought it was the Pacific Ocean. I thought that was Paul Bunyan. That's not Paul Bunyan. Oh, that was a Grand <laughs> Paul Canyon. Bunyan. It's I'm not. Sorry. Did a lot of things, but he did not. <laughs> he was a good find man. the Great Salt Lake. 
it really is a huge lake. I, I uh, last time I was there, I was actually in Ogden, but uh, that that lake is so impressive. It's, it is huge. I've never it's seen like another it. planet. It's like the ocean. The, the waves lap onto the beach. Really? I don't know. I may have made that up, but <laughs> it's so I huge. I think that's kind of true, but it does smell terrible. Does it? It's yeah. It's so salty. Explain yeah. why it's salty. What uh, is a, what? What is that? It, well, Utah used to be covered by something called Lake Bonneville, which like covered essentially the entire state or half of the state or something. Okay. And I think it was kind of... I, now I'm just going to... I'm making things yeah, up. Yeah, just lie. It doesn't <laughs> But lie. I think it was sort of uh, ocean-esque in its saltiness and has just kind of receded to the point that it's now the Great Salt Lake. It's so bizarre to me because that, is that explain Is that... Are there other salty lakes in America, in the middle of Not America? Not in the United States as far as I That's know. That's so amazing. Uh, I wonder what the fish are like in there. I, there are no fish. As far there as are I no know. fish. Well, are yeah, there are a lot the, of brine shrimp. Mm, really, which are also sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. Yes. There are no fish in Salt Lake. Is that? Does everyone know that? Uh, that to me is amazing. Maybe there. Uh, now you know, I'm just saying things. But <laughs> yeah, me too. It just is so. It's like I, so dead that I've, I can't imagine. That's right. It's like the Dead, dead sea. sea. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast has been me saying so many empty promises and facts <laughs> that have no basis. The Great uh, Salt Lake is. Full of beautiful tropical fish. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> and there, money. Yeah, money. There's yep. just all that gold along the bottom. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. that's why a lot Bullion. of it's so salty because Bullion. of money. Those gold. coins are just disintegrating into salt. And... So wait, is that where the Bonneville salt flats are? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's where because I saw the uh, Indian motorcycle racing oh, movie. Oh, that's right. I never saw that. The fastest Indian. Yeah. Uh, which is actually great. I've heard it's great. It it's is. Uh, uh, what's his name? Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. Riding a motorcycle? Yeah, true story. He's like the the fastest land speed. He set the record for the la- fastest land speed. Now, right? in that movie, is he like a 70-year-old a man? Yeah. Riding a motorcycle? That's exactly what I was thinking. That sounds dangerous. Now, for... this is going to be my chance to make some stuff up. Uh, Let's hear it. Because I, Spin I, I your often, yarns. <laughs> I often remember movies and all the different parts, uh, as a you know, and maybe pick from other movies as well. But from what I remember, he was like a middle-aged man in Australia who was tinkering around with a motorcycle that he got to go really fast, and then he came to set the record. Because the Bonneville Salt Flats are, I guess, like the biggest open space where you can go crazy speeds and nothing, you just go and then sure. slow back down. And right. yeah. there's nothing to hit and nothing bad happens, and it's perfectly flat. Right. It's beautiful. So that's the whole movie. And then he met an Indian in a cupboard. Yes. <laughs> got on him. And, and he they, was so fast. They found an iron giant in the forest. Uh, it's my favorite With movie. Babe, his big blue ox. <laughs> and which brings us and back the to pig. the discovery of the lake. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, uh, did, I did stand up on the show that you work on in 2003, On Kimmel? Yeah. Oh, and it, it was actually live back then. Oh sure, like yeah, a that's radio a, yeah, show. So it was live. Show was live yeah. In New York, I think uh, when it was taping here. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I'd write out all my jokes verbatim, and uh, and then right before I went, he used to have Super Dave Osborne all the yeah, on sure. all the time, which is why I thought of this. I imagine an old guy on a motorcycle mm-hmm. just being Super Dave. Sure. Um, they he went long with the mystery box or whatever mm-hmm. segment, and they said, "Can you do three minutes instead of four and a half?" Oh. I was like, or can you come back tomorrow? And I'm like, I can't come back tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do last time. So I went out there, and I just opened with a new joke. And the cue card person was jumping up and down and pointing 
Like the show was new, so new that whoever told me that didn't know they should probably run it by the guy sure. who had cleared everything with standards and practices. So they just bleeped sentences. So I'd be Is like, "Is this available to see online?" Uh, no, I, <laughs> that's the only time I've ever uh, had something removed. If like you could send I, that to me personally, I I don't even have a copy of it because uh, what's sad about it is I felt good. I felt like it had gone well. Sure. And we, me and my friends, all went to a bar, and I'm like. Hey, everyone. It just looked like I was going, fuck, shit, fuck, piss, fuck. I don't care that I'm on TV, asshole. And then uh, my dad called. Why did you do that? Why did you? I didn't. They just, they didn't know. It was when I, like, had a burst of something. It sounded like maybe I swore, and they were like, nope, we're not going to risk it. It's also because I'm sure they freaked out that it wasn't. What they exactly right. knew it was, so they and just, they can't risk it. They're like, oh, this yeah. is one of those guys that's just going to lay down his political views. And- or no, it's like FCC fines. If you had come out with a fuck or a shit or yeah. something, you were off script. So yep. they were paranoid. Yeah, and this was pre Super Bowl. Uh, Janet, Janet Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. My basically my Maybe verbal tit flopped out. <laughs> and uh, but, you, but you pulled that tit out on purpose. Some say. Yeah, some people say. Some, some people say. say because of my romance with JT. <laughs> that, that was super weird. Karen, you may have figured this out. I, I mean, th- I think we're in the clear, and you're getting the, on an airplane. We're oh, in I the clear, so. but um, yeah, we gotta. Now this is there's gonna be an element of uh, ex- excitement. Please know that this is 10, 11 minutes fast. Mine is 16 minutes fast, and, and I just don't change it. And up. we can turn up the air conditioning. I'll just turn oh, cool. down the mic. It's been established clearly we're in a car. Yes. <laughs> I don't need to have the... Uh, we have a mic that just kind of proves it with traffic noise. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, I'll turn that down. Um, and you're headed to Austin to... The show is going to tape their live then? Yeah, we're taping five shows next week, so... Um, I can't remember the name of the theater we're doing it in, but somewhere within the heart of Texas. Uh, maybe the Paramount. Uh, you know, maybe. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I started stand-up in Austin. Oh, so okay. Well, then you would probably know better than me. About five, uh, five years. Well, I wouldn't say that. It's not a competition. I mean, if it is, <laughs> but, uh, you won. Let yourself have this. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, if I, there were any, uh, Lone Star trivia that occurred <laughs> in this car in the, uh, capital, uh, uh, near the Capitol building, oddly, those are spelled differently. A lot of people don't oh, know that's that. That's true. Uh, Capitol being the, I don't know. I'm not sure which is. Anyway, <laughs> beautiful town. You're gonna love it. But you're about to experience. Actually, that is sounding kind of terrible. Now, do you drink, Bridger? I don't drink. So, so, yeah, I'm going to be surrounded by drunk people. Good, good, good. Well, you know, I know that feeling. <laughs> I'm, All the time. Uh, I'm drunk right now, and I. You know what? I. I do. We need a cooler in here, but okay. that mic is really. I'm just gonna put my hand over it. Okay. Um, yeah, that the town. So many people go for South by Southwest now that it's it's gonna be just like what we experienced with the LA Marathon. All the streets are blocked off. Oh, yeah. wonderful! And there's just a hundred thousand new people. Yeah, it's and they're crazy. all drunk. And they, there's a lot of bands that all play. Drunk. Like, there's tons of bands in you know a bunch of different bars and sure. playing all of, as you walk down the street and to me when I was there they just all sounded like um, they all sounded like they were inspired by Incubus oh no it's that kind of feel of like it's like like rock. funky bass lines and yeah heavy lame. bass rock uh, 
boys that had their feelings hurt by their dad. And it, okay. oh, I was thinking 311. I'm sorry. Incubus is also terrible, but yes, uh, Incubus okay. is the worst. <laughs> At least 311, they have some uh, kind of more reggae ballads where the guy <laughs> where the guy doesn't rap. When you, I saw 311 live, and when the guy raps, I don't really notice when I'm just hearing it, but. He had this look on his face where he's like, I'm rapping like this, and I'm rap like that, and I totally rap, and I rap like that. Now sing, other guy. And then he, it's like, oh, that, no. that whole rapping, singing, white guy, Oof. like, and now we're going to sing. It yeah, just works. It just works. It gets my blood pumping. <laughs> it just works. And it makes me want to tear the graphic tee off some bro. <laughs> And headbutt yep. the Gatorade out of his ass. Damn, I, yes. should, I should have said Monster Energy Drink. Close, but it's uh, but yeah, Austin. It's uh, live music capital of the world. So not only is there that band, there's a band that's just like them doing a cover across the street, and their sounds are overlapping. Yes. So and then in the middle, there's like a girl with um, a weird kerchief as a tank top. And a strange beer in a plastic cup who's just kind of like having her having her day. Oh, and then can't a have cop. Live music without them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it's not music no. if she isn't there. Yeah. And that was the other thing about mainly Sixth Street, where a lot of the festival is going to be, and where you'll see the most horribly drunk people. Mm-hmm. Uh, c- cops are on horses. Oh, good. They have tattoos. <laughs> Uh, they're really waiting the to get in some stick time, <laughs> and they they ask for phone numbers and stuff from girls. Like, hey, what? come here! I just totally saw an on-duty cop with a full sleeved leg tattoos oh, wow. on oh. his horse, and she's like trying to pet the horse. He's like, oh, you can pet her uh, this weekend if you uh, give me a call or yeah. Like something. I don't have a problem with any of this. Okay, I have problems with all of it. <laughs> well, my goal is for a cop to ask me for my number or to be trampled by a horse. So this is perfect. <laughs> And just sweeps you off your feet onto his police horse. Oh, exactly. It would be so romantic. What, just let me know if it, I don't know how that situation will go, but anything you do to a police horse, it's considered you're doing it to an officer. Oh, good to remember. Just, yeah. uh, horses are police. They are. So. Um, when I was in South by Southwest last year, we had this big, uh, I was there with the Pete Holmes show and also to perform. Okay. And so, for the show they rented this humongous SUV it was like a Delano or sure. one of those weird a, Delano, a Milano um, um, it was a large mint Milano <laughs> and uh, I, we dropped it off to have it parked in a hotel while we walked and when I got back they were like oh yeah someone hit it while we were um, it was so hilarious and so it was just like I had there was a cop right there when it happened so I got the ticket the car back the police report and this whole, it was almost like the whole thing had been taken care of while I was gone. This is, this happened to me on my street last year. I went out uh, like 11 o'clock at night. My car was uh, basically perpendicular with the street. Whoa. And there was a giant ticket on it that was like the size of a road map. And the police, this woman had backed up and hit seven cars on her way. <laughs> oh, no. Sandy Gomez. And oh, that's she, it. Uh, so they just left the whole report for me, and it was taken care of. I didn't have to worry about talking to anyone, and I just got insurance money, and it was... Oh, nice. I'm still being contacted by her insurance company, which doesn't seem to be as on the ball, but... Yeah, that's... Sandy. I have a deposition this weekend from my wreck that happened when we first started podcasting. I was kind of on Coanga going down and just stopped, and someone slammed into sure. me and my ex-girlfriend, and we got really hurt, but they were uninsured, 
and whatever money comes out of her insurance to take care of uninsured motorists hitting you we exceeded that with like physical therapy so now even though i was like the victim in a uh-huh. wreck i owe over ten thousand dollars oh my gosh That's so ridiculous so i have to prove lost wages so that's uh, insane. Yeah, it's it's very it's uh, it's really they it really sucks when people don't have insurance. How long ago yeah. was this? It was uh, almost a year and a half. It oh, was January two thousand fourteen. Yeah, it's, it's it's the worst. It is so worst. Karen, was your car still operating? Was the SUV? Yeah, capable? it was just like someone like drove by. I'm sure they were probably drunk. Yeah, they just sure. like um, there was just big long streak marks. Because it was a big white SUV. So it was just like someone skimmed down the side of it uh, as they were trying to park it or, I don't know, something. And you experienced a horrible, horrible thing. You probably don't want to talk about that. The person that... Someone, like, just was evading the police and drove through a crowd of people. And yeah, I think oh, I just told you yeah, that story, you were, right? That last um, year at South by, right? It's a terrible story that... It's so funny because... I loved to tell that story when I first got back. Didn't love it, but it was like this insane thing happened to me. It was probably me. just on your mind. Yeah, and also I because the part that I love that that uh, or I can't say love, but the the part that's amazing to me is I was standing in the back of the line that got plowed through Oof. moments before it got plowed through, and I just walked away. So instead of being the first person hit by the car. I just was over on the side and was completely untouched by it. I did not know that. Yeah. So that's the part that, but, but when you, but, and it's probably my fault in the way I told the story was (laughs) because the story itself is horrible and it, you know, all these people got hit by this car that went through a barrier and died. People died. Uh, no one on that street died, though. Okay. I mean, there were people that were very seriously hurt yes, and yes. injured, but the people that died were the people that that guy hit before he turned oh up the street. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot. Oh, God. Yeah. He's so, forever in jail, right? You know, I, yes. Texas is not a place you want to uh, <laughs> no, no, no. break the law. Not at all. And evade. Like, he, <laughs> I think he was... He, was a, they, he had a warrant already. So he was, they were trying to pull him over. Oh, he was on the run from the police? Yes. Right, yeah. Oh my God. But it was something like, I'm not paying that child support. And yes, then exactly. Someone. Yeah. And then three people get killed because of it. Or wow. Uh, but every time I told the story, I was trying to convey the part of like, can you believe I, you know, by the skin of my teeth, but I would bum people out so badly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was there when that hideous thing happened <laughs> that I started realizing, just don't, don't tell people that story. You're yeah, just basically just... going, remember the worst thing ever? <laughs> But it is interesting. I mean, I, the fact that you went through that is pretty. Oh, uh, I would. I couldn't have. I would have never stopped throwing up. I would have. Yeah. Just found <laughs> just, a garbage can and just puked my guts out. You just have to keep eating the rest of your life <laughs> yeah. to support all the vomiting. Yeah, that sounds awful. Uh, it was pretty bad. But then my, both my parents were like my dad's a fireman. My mom was a nurse. So they're. Uh, used to like emergency situations. They're very like calm people. Oh, sure. And I remember talking to both my sister and my dad. And I said to my sister, like, I feel more grateful that it didn't happen to me than I do like caught up in the horror of it. Right. And my sister said, I'm going to tell you my favorite uh, saying, which is not my circus, not my monkeys. So it's ah. like, don't take on problems if you don't have to. Like, sure. if I had gotten hit or if I witnessed something that was, like, keeping me up at night, that's one thing. 
but if you don't have it, don't look for it. I oh, is it okay if your sister's favorite saying is now mine? Because Absolutely, because it's <laughs> not, not my it's circus. Isn't that the best? Yeah. Hey, not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> it's the best. It's, it's, life is hard enough. Yeah. Don't, I don't go looking for problems. I don't work here, and I specifically don't have the job of monkey trainer. <laughs> Sorry, those monkeys are everywhere. Well, you're gonna have to collect them up yourself because those they're not mine. So it, do you have a temporary office then when you're in Austin? Um, yeah, as far as I know, I think we're, all of the writers will be in one room. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so we'll see. But uh, I, I honestly, I have not asked enough questions about right. what this week is going yeah. to entail. No, I know I I'm going there. And hopefully somebody can shepherd me in the correct direction because, yeah. I went there for work once when I worked on a show, but it was to interview, like, go and interview bands, so I was in the sea of drunk people. Sure. It seems like you'll probably be able to uh, avoid it. But yeah. maybe see music? Will you be able to I see I hope music? to see some music. Yeah. I uh, I always say that, I mean, just about concerts here, and I'm so lazy that I can imagine just sitting in my hotel room. <laughs> but... I know, like, at least the show is going to have Spoon, so at the very least oh. I'll get to see them live, which I'm excited about. Spoon News, are they from Austin? They are. Because they used to, my friend Chip used yeah, to. Yeah, Chip's friends with them. He, yeah, he yeah. had Spoon, sh- he wore a Spoon shirt on Austin Stories. Yeah. Oh, which fantastic. Which is an MTV show when, uh, very long Do you have ago. their most recent album? Do you it's like great. One? I'm it's obsessed so good. with it. Yeah. I listen to it constantly. They've I'm, been a very consistent band. Yeah, they're great. That's I, very cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. I would. I've never seen Spoon, but I had plenty of opportunities. They're very good live, uh, but I would like to. Maybe one night I'll find the courage to go see a band. But <laughs> I feel like I have to have some lanyard on or something to well, see things. Well, you'll get things. one though, cause from from being with the show. Well, I pray, but you know I don't count on anything. So. Say your prayers. I'm saying I've been praying every night. Uh, there Change are a your couple name back bands to I'd like to see. to get that connection. Bridger A12. <laughs> that sounds like uh, food dye. Yes. M&M I, mean, I wasn't dye. sure to, whether or not to bring it up to you because I didn't want to... <laughs> what if I started I, crying? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you bring that up? I mean, because it is fascinating to me, but also I don't want to be like, eh, pointing, like, look at weird things. I need to know more about that. That's, I just love that you have had no idea. That's yeah, fascinating. It's very weird to me. Yeah. It's a bingo square. Are so, you... Oh, go, go on. Well, I was just going to bring up that Bridger is very, is what I, many people call a Twitter liberty. <laughs> no oh, one no. ever says that. I um, say that constantly. <laughs> is that how you introduce Whenever yourself? Whenever I'm in line at restaurants, yes. whatever. <laughs> just to get a better seat. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're holding up your phone at people. Look at that number count. Um, but t- you are one of my favorite people on Twitter. Oh, and uh, Bridger W on Twitter. And um, when you when I first started Twitter, you were recommended to me by several people uh, who were very funny. And, and I, I just thought, I want to interrupt. To sure. remind, a lot of people don't know that you started Twitter. Karen did. <laughs> it. okay. You're it's, one of the early investors. It was my idea. I was like, where can we all go to t- write bad pun jokes and <laughs> pretend we're de- depressed? Uh, Let's start this website. Um, <laughs> but I thought, be, because of your name, I thought you were a girl. Oh. And also because of that picture, your Avi's, Bridger's um, <laughs> wearing really high um, pl- uh, elastic band jeans. Mom jeans, yeah, okay. <laughs> but there's no head, so it just looks like a lady, something a lady would do. Um, and I didn't like you because you were so funny, and I thought you were a girl. I was like, mm, she thinks she's so great. Like, I... 
did a very sexist thing in my head of like kind of being like oh, whatever Bridger and then when I found out you're a guy I was like oh my god I love him so much <laughs> well you're not, you are not alone I have had so many people say wait you're a guy or I thought you were a woman and uh, I don't know what to tell people That's... I mean I'm definitely not helping like nothing I tweet about could be I mean yeah, there's it's... so much volleyball team stuff yeah, there's but... a lot of volleyball and crafts and <laughs> Uh, so, but, but if you do even a little bit of research on the internet, you can discover my gender. There's pictures of your torso and your head. There yeah. is. Separate. Always separate, There's, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, separate. And severed. Well, actually, and if you click on my picture, it brings it up. But it just looks like I could be a hideous woman. Just like... <laughs> just like a woman that was recently released from prison or something. So it's not... I'm not helping anyone. I don't care. I like, I like the confusion. It. Yeah. I would prefer for everyone to just think that I'm this this lady who is tweeting from jail. Yeah. Is it, would you credit um, your Twitter celebrity? What is the word? Yeah, just Twitter celebrityism. <laughs> your Twitter celebrityism. Thank you. Uh, with with like the job you got and everything. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, that's so great. It's uh, it's crazy. I mean, for a long time, I mean, I didn't have any other way to present you what I do or whatever. And, no, I don't do yeah. stand-up or anything. And I don't have in- entertainment connections sure. or whatever. And I know I saw other people, or a handful of people, got getting jobs from it. So I was like, yeah. well, I guess I'll just keep doing this. And if it doesn't work out, I've wasted thousands of hours of my life. <laughs> so you, you, like Rob Delaney, or maybe a better example, treated it like a job, and you weren't sure why you were doing it, but you were just tweeting out jokes and and observations yeah, and all day. It was, I mean, it was fun. I like, yeah, I like reading fun. other people's tweets or whatever. I'm so. late to get into it and I don't think Twitter liberties are coming up anymore. <laughs> no. It's like hard. People hate it. Do yeah. you still, yeah, it's weird and I still enjoy it, but do you still do it as, as much as you used to? Since probably? getting this job, no. Um, just because I, I, I mean, my last job, I was sitting in front of a computer for eight hours a day looking at pictures of food so it was a lot easier oh that's funny um but wait weren't you were the writer's assistant on craig ferguson for a long time i was a researcher there oh a researcher sorry and uh that job didn't require much of me a lot of pictures of food are going to come up in that situation too (laughs) plenty of pictures of food wait what was the job you had about the food pictures and that was my on my own personal time that's what i was doing with my job each day i was looking at food (laughs) on the internet because i was starving (laughs) what kind of food did you like to look at i like i liked looking at melted cheese (laughs) uh meatballs uh, burritos cut in half, <laughs> fried eggs on hamburgers. Um, I'm honestly pretty much any sort of food. I'm into it. <laughs> but, I do like the aesthetics of a barely eaten out of casserole. That's, <laughs> that's a beautiful. Oh, yeah. Just where you can get a little profile. Yeah, exactly. You get the, to see the architecture of the casserole. Yes. There. What's in those layers? Exactly. Oh, that's Have true. you ever seen those old recipe cards from the seventies? Like the um, there's one with bananas and hollandaise sauce that oh, makes yes. me laugh so hard. Those pictures. <laughs> those are. I guess I probably should have been looking at pictures like that to keep myself from getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was doing the wrong thing. You were getting hungrier instead of using them. Exactly, I should have been like feeling repulsed. Yeah, do bananas make you unhungry? Oh no, I love bananas, but covered in basically mayonnaise. Yeah, Yeah. it's not mayonnaise. Bacon and there's these these recipe cards from the 70s that I keep seeing on Tumblr every once in a while, and they 
are so hilarious. It's like a, lard and it's yes, it's like a, a housewife from the seventies who's clearly on pills, right. who's making up shit that like you would never. It's like a tossed salad over here and some like jars of you know oil and vinegar dressing over here, and then in the center, it's a casserole that looks like <laughs> someone shat and barfed, and then put some mashed potatoes near it. It's like the most upsetting looking food. Just everything was like that. In the My mom owns a lot of cookbooks like that. Yeah. That she, yeah, I'll go through and just feel very ill. Yeah, what is that classic one that is like red uh, um, gingham like tablecloth. Uh, Better Homes and Gardens? It is like, yeah. Uh, it's like, it's the, like a Betty Crocker Betty cookbook. Crocker, Betty is, Crocker? Yeah, that's yeah. the one my... And so there was a, I, and I loved it my whole life. My mom, it was one thing she made where I'd get excited. It was clam sauce spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And then one time when I moved off to Austin to start my life alone, <laughs> I, uh, I, my sister wrote out a bunch of recipes for me and there was a whole thing of cream cheese. It, there Just was an like, entire block? Yeah, yeah. there's cream of mushroom soup and, and clams, like one can of the clams and then one without the juice. Sure. And then an entire bucket (laughs) of Philadelphia, like a bunch of it. 5,000 calories. You're eating, it was, and I would sit with a big bowl of it and just eat it and wonder why my back jiggled on speed bumps. (laughs) It was so much cream cheese. That's what every, this was like pre-light food or diet food, like pre when everyone, before people realized everyone was dying of heart disease. And my mom used to make an appetizer that I've made at Christmas parties where people, especially when they're drunk, would line up waiting for them to come out of the oven. My, well, you were there, right? My clam sauce spaghetti was uh, such a hit. Yes, yes it, because it has all that good stuff Wait, in it. what was it? When? It's, when did... it, they were those little toasted cheese things that I make, and it's basically equal parts mayonnaise and Kraft Parmesan cheese oh, mixed together and oh, then wow. put on sliced up baguette and you broil, put them in the broiler for three minutes. And if you, as long as people don't see you mixing that combination, because that's <laughs> so disgusting, yeah. if you just keep that a mystery, like people would get in, they were lining up in my kitchen at a Christmas party <laughs> to, and they were taking them hot off the cookie tray and I was like don't put that in your mouth it's just from the broiler and they just like that's be drunk and just oh, eating that's them so funny. it was hilarious because they're so delicious but that if you know what great. it is it's it's worth the burning <laughs> their skin is just that's that's that explains why my mom never when she's cooking I, she's like stay out of the kitchen because she didn't want me to see that there's a bucket of lard yeah. being siphoned into a yeah there's a a very uh, popular Mormon dish called funeral potatoes, <laughs> which is just the A-12. least appealing <laughs> title for any it's, food ever. But you can eat them any time. You That's can. The, the thing is, is you do. You eat them at any get together out of an open casket. But it's essentially just hash browns with some uh, ashes covered in your favorite relative's ashes. <laughs> um, no, uh, I think it's hash browns, sour cream, cheese, and cornflakes. And then you just put it in the oven. I've had yes. something like that. It's I fantastic. I wonder... Hash brown, sour cream, cheese, and corn. Now, yeah, what would someone's atheist parents call that? Because I know I've eaten that. Oh, they they just call that um, Sundays for Sundays my time. Sundays <laughs> my time. Lay off me. <laughs> Get out of here with that book. <laughs> well, I I I when I did stand up in Ogden, most of the crowd 
I think there was a show of hands at one point. I was just opening for Greg Barrett, and it was mostly Mormon folks. Sure. And it was the best. I wanted to go back and record an album there. Yeah. Oh. Because they, because I'm, I'm, I'm not that dirty of a comic. Sure. But some of the stuff, they were totally willing to go anywhere. The most open-minded, I'm like, I felt bad at the end because I was like, oh, better only have jokes about Diet Coke or whatever my... <laughs> yeah. And they were so great and so gracious and, like, excited every single night. Yeah. Greg went back and did record something there. Oh, that's cool. It was the best. And it was the... It wasn't even... And Ogden apparently has, like, shady areas, right? Ogden does have some fairly... But it also has some really nice areas. Yeah. It just seemed like an outdoorsy... Yeah. I think it's been rated as, like, one of the best cities to live in or something. Oh, wow. But then on some hillside, they said, yeah, but that's where all the stabbings happen. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? The, the haunted forest? Stabbing? Well, there's a machete gang up past that <laughs> cul-de-sac. Just don't drive up there. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're, they're... I, I'm not familiar with oh, this. Oh, okay. No, that's I, gonna... uh, I would love to be. That's, that sounds like me describing a salt lake. I just, um, I just made up. I swear <laughs> they said that on the hillside. The hillside was, of Ogden? Yeah, there was like... There was what year was this? There, I love it. it was, oh, I don't... 2008. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said wise guys comedy. That's what it was. There's just wise a lot of wise guys. guys yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to be funny. Yeah. Uh, no, but you, I, as far as I know, Utah audiences really are kind of known to be good audiences. I think because Mormon people are generally polite and friendly. Yeah. And then there are non-Mormons who are ready for something different, so they're excited too. Exactly. That's what I experienced. They're like, no, talk about stuff that we don't get to do. Yeah, exactly. And and then there was no one there with their arms crossed with the whole make me laugh oh, that's, uh, thing that I'm really used there. to in yeah. Austin. There was a lot of like... Uh, I'm funnier than this guy. Remember what I said at the picnic once ten years ago? Well, and the other thing is, is there's not a ton of good stand-up going through Utah. Like, I had not seen stand-up before I moved to L.A. Other than at Wise Guys, I saw Dustin Diamond. Oh. That we oh. went as a joke, obviously. That's so funny. And a 12-year-old comedian. Oh, so, how was the 12-year-old? That was also when we went as a joke, but... Uh, <laughs> And both were special experiences, but were not not good for comedy, obviously. Yeah. So I, I went back there in Salt Lake. With the, there was like a tour for that Ratatouille movie, and I got to open for Patton and Janine Garofalo. Just yeah. a real quick set. But that, too, it was the best. Sure. And it was kind of Democratic moms showing up to uh-huh. see Janine. It was when she was still doing Air America. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also a Robert Downey Jr. movie, I think. Oh, where he's the helicopter pilot? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so God. Good. Oh, let's uh, think about that for a minute. Classic film. <laughs> uh, but, the, yeah, it was like at a rock club, and they were so great because this was the other side. Like, oh, we're the tattoo. We <laughs> exactly. Ain't, we ain't your, your daddy's. Salt Lake Cityans. Salt Lake Cityans. Salt Lake Cityans. At one point, I'm gonna get quiet in here, but uh, but Please. they were they were so Please great. Never. They were so great. They were. I yeah. So anyway, my whole point is, I like where you're from. It's a great city. I like Mormons. A- I'm an open-minded person who doesn't believe in anything. Well, you know, every it's like any other thing where you hear about the extreme. You know, the extreme versions of anything. But, yep. like, my friend Betsy Labasse, who was the teleprompter lady uh, for the five years I worked at Ellen, um, she's Mormon and her parents were Mormon. And she used to invite me over. We'd go to have dinner or, like, for Christmas. And it was, like, people who have their being 
like almost like um life magazine version of, <laughs> mm-hmm. of all american people sure and they were like both her parents were in their late 70s or early 80s they both looked like they were in their 60s like so healthy just bright-faced fun to talk to like you know they look like you know she had like a little beehive and he looked like a little farmer and they were just like the <laughs> loveliest people oh, wow. yeah it was it was great oh, i mean yeah, like i i definitely had like a weird uh warren jeff's bias going in of like <laughs> what's this gonna be like right i love warren jeff's <laughs> <laughs> He is Voldemort. <laughs> it's is, true. Yeah. Like he has his own whole town. Yeah, he's or crazy. Did, I, I want to go there so bad. You're, but are you're not allowed in, right? No, I think you can pass through. It's called Colorado City, and maybe right now I'm just going to tell you about a TV show called Polygamy USA, which was on <laughs> National right Geographic. Now. Unfortunately, just for one season, but it was the Splinter Group from Warren Jeff's group that they were covering. Wow, they're like the good version of his cults or whatever yeah uh but definitely recommend polygamy usa who by the (laughs) i'm just going to keep talking about this because this is this is the one interesting story of my life uh i went to the university of utah and i had a math professor there named Teresa collie who i suspected might be a polygamist Uh she dressed fairly conservatively the way she spoke was a long denim skirts that's a big (laughs) the thing was like it was like that but just slightly updated so yeah. it's like, what? You're definitely not a normal person. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, really big bangs? Yeah, the bangs were a dead giveaway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I suspected it, but I never confirmed. This was in, like, 2008 or nine, uh-huh. And uh, she was, by the way, a very good math professor, very, which was part of the conflict for me. I thought, well, if she's a polygamist, how is she... Good at math. Good at, why is she an educated person <laughs> on any level? It's uh, one plus one. Yeah, on. exactly. Uh, but... Uh, 2013, I think, Polygamy USA aired, and I was watching it alone in my apartment at about 11.30 <laughs> at night, and suddenly one of the sister wives being interviewed was Teresa Colley. Oh, wow. And I gasped so loudly. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she's moved down to this, uh, she was in Salt Lake at the time, but now she's down in Arizona or something wow, fighting for so the polygamy. Talk about book smarts only. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's amazing. So yeah. she was one of several wives? Yeah, she was one of several wives, and she's kind of like a crusader for polygamy. She's wow. Because I think, I mean, she is book smart, so she's able to go out and argue their cause or whatever. And, I mean, polygamy is whatever. Like, these people... Uh, they're idiots, but they're not like abusing each other. Right, they just right. happen to be insane. Hey, if you can make it work. Yeah, if you can Listen. make it happen. I mean, it's kind of, I think most people look down on it because they're jealous. Kind of <laughs> like the guy that's like, I fight against uh, these gay people. And then they find him at a high octane club. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, 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 it's uh, like, uh, no, no, I'm doing uh, research uh, about uh, things uh, I don't like. Well, but also, you know. I want to have a bunch of wives, is what I'm saying. <laughs> of course you do. We all do. We all How about you, sir? He does. The, the only thing is, I think, in fairness, you should also be able to have a bunch of husbands. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. But that doesn't really work out that way, because that's kind of not the setup. But to me, it's like, yeah, but then why is that any worse than standard um, one husband, one wife, but people cheating on each right. other. Yeah. It isn't that is worse. Yeah. I mean cheating, like why let's not be uh 
let's not be bullshitters about it. I'm yeah, not it's sure all just garbage, and everything's garbage. Everything's garbage. So why do we have to separate it? I realized, right. yeah, I've liked Mar. I just realized I like Mormon people my whole life. My two best friends when I was a kid, they had and they had so many brothers and sisters, and the house was just fun and active, and they had huge houses and trampolines. It was the, my fun. Where did you grow up? I feel like... In Montana. That's oh, the way sure. to be. But there isn't a whole lot of Mormons. Uh, do they always have trampolines, Bridger? Mormons do own a lot of trampolines. <laughs> <laughs> One, we, we didn't, but so many of my friends my had trampolines. For real? Yeah. My dad's childhood friend moved there. We went to visit them, and they had neighbors who we... When we walked... And I was maybe 11 years old. We walked into their house. Inside, trampolines... A trapeze in their home, thing. in the home, no, padded everywhere. What beanbag chairs? Were you yeah. at the and circus? They, I know. And they were gymnast kids. They were more, and they were flipping around. And I walked in, and they were so nice. And they were like, "Do you want to play on the?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I was so excited. I'd never even jumped on a trampoline. Then this kid comes swinging and does a flip and lands. And I go, "Jesus Christ!" I, I, and they said, oh, oh, yeah. I When I said Jesus Christ, it was just an expletive. <laughs> and they said, I was not allowed. I was forced to leave. And I was, oh. and I, was I was, I remember being you very know. sad. Wait, how old you are you? were excited about trampolines. Maybe, uh, maybe I wasn't that, but they made me feel so guilty that yeah. I just sat down and got quiet. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that that's, okay. was, and then oh, I left on my own accord. It's heartbreaking. Because even as a kid, I'm like, these people don't like me. I have to get out of here. I wish this Sounds was age 28 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It was right I'm, after my set at Wisecrackers. <laughs> so I did, in my head, all Mormons had, like, trampolines. I know they and, definitely do, and it's weird because, like, maybe a few years ago, VH1 had, like, a look at rich people's houses thing, and I remember them saying, like, the announcer being like, and he has his own personal trampoline. <laughs> and I remember thinking, that, who cares? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> in my neighborhood had a trampoline. <laughs> and saying personal, it makes you think of the exercise yeah, one that, that, that you'd get excited about. Oh, yeah, about. I have one of those. It's good for your lymphatic system. And I, I put my head through my basement ceiling with one of those. <laughs> I really did, cartoonishly. It was shaped like my... Did you, were you injured? Nope, nope. It oh, was good, just good. Uh, asbestos, chippy uh, panel. The sparkly kind? Yeah, the kind that goes in your lungs. How oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Keep your mouth open. I've yeah. been coughing this whole episode. Um, <coughs> now, Bridger, this... Me. Kimmel is your first writing job. It is, yeah. First staff writing job. And what do you think so far? Um, it's great. It's, uh, I mean, coming from my last job, which I described earlier, which was nothing, mm -hmm. no work, and uh, like the sort of job where I, last year I skipped a week of work. I didn't come in and no one noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so that, just to give you an idea of the job I was coming from, like what effort I had to put in, it's definitely been like a, there's a learning curve obviously or whatever, but everybody there is so nice. And, yeah. um, I work with, uh, I was friends with my friend Jeff Loveness before I started I working Jeff there. Loveness. He's great. He's and so he's great. The hardest working person on the planet. He's like, I don't think he sleeps, but um, he and my office mate Bess, uh, we they've been so good at, at just like helping me because I don't know what how to do anything. Yeah, comedy writing or otherwise. So it's <laughs> nice to have two people just. Uh, guiding me through life, essentially. Yeah, that's nice. How they've been there for a while. Um, yeah, they've been there for two or three years each. That's uh, great. Yeah, so it's... That's great. I wish you'd work... My, my, he was a very good friend, uh, Andy, in Austin. He was in a sketch duo. Okay. And he all he did is edit those, their sketches, and then he moved here and got a job there as an editor. Okay. And within... 
a handful of years, two, three years, all of a sudden just directing the show, and he showed up as a editor. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's, uh, and I never, we kind of lost touch, because he's busy all the time. Sure. But yeah, he's not there shows. anymore, but he probably knows your pals. Yeah, it's a, that's the nice thing about the show, is, like, they, they notice you, and, like, try to help you, and make you a better person, or, like, better for the show, which I coming from other jobs has not been the same situation so it's like usually it's a little more uh you're expected to be a bit more independent yeah and this is like well we wanted to be a good show we want everyone to be work everyone working on it to be good at their job so why not do that yeah that's great it's because also the daily shows are so stressful they're crazy they're so exhausting that oftentimes it can very much be every man for himself or sure you know like or if you start to fall behind a little bit it's just like people are like we don't have time to help you uh-huh. we're, just, we're being eaten alive yeah, so that's it's nice a, an intense schedule uh, but it feel, it's nice it feels like I'm just in an intense training course and I feel like I'm catching on so it's cool I yeah. think I, that's what I need I have, I have no schedule and I've been like sleeping in well that sounds like, wonderful yeah I, it is great <laughs> it is great but after a while it starts to affect everything you're like well what am I doing with and I remember back when I worked on a show and just had to show up somewhere every day it probably wasn't as long of hours but I it makes you get all these other things done yeah. even your weekends are productive you just become a productive person that sure. does not require nine hours of sleep every night yeah <laughs> Well, and also I think uh, if you're on a daily show, you do it is like being in a boot camp of a kind, because then everything after that is so much easier. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I mean the job I have now is difficult in other ways, but scheduling wise, and it feels very, uh, um, it almost feels luxurious sure. how much time there is. To well, get and you're kind of working written. towards a bigger idea all the time rather than just resetting every day. And yeah. Which is good in some ways and bad in others. Like, if you have a bad day, you're like, well, tomorrow maybe I won't be awful. Yeah, right. it's like the second the taping starts, it's like, well, yeah, exactly. the ship has sailed. There's nothing you can do. But I imagine on a sitcom, you're like, the week is a little slower paced. Or... Yes, it's very slow paced. I'm in the uh, even slower paced world <laughs> of occasional commercial audition i also just burped into the mic like if i could sell again. more that say oh you guys work a lot i did a uh, skippy peanut butter voice uh, well, but you're also in that weird position of when you're a comic and an actor yeah i mean you you do commercials a lot exactly yeah so not lately so right. yeah my sense of uh Worth is is it's it's purely based on <laughs> the yes, amount of roles you got, yes, and I have not been getting them, so my position has gotten more fetal during slumber time. But then pilot season's right around the corner. Hey, hey. I, yeah, pilot season—it's kind of curving the corner. It's 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 rounding it. When current. does it end? No. Oh, when does it start? When did it start for others? These That's days. the question. And does it matter anymore? No, <laughs> no it doesn't. It, doesn't. Really. it kind of doesn't, Thanks. right? I like where this is going. Well, but let's be—I feel like like last year. Fox made an announcement basically saying we're going to do pilot season all year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, why? Because of cable or Why whatever. does there have to be a season? Is it because of weather? It's not the 50s anymore. We yeah, don't need a true. season. It's a season. That's, and, and they don't make um, deals anymore. It sure. used to be pilot season, then you get a pilot deal. Yeah. Uh, or a holding deal. All that's out the window. Now everyone just makes a pilot and doesn't get picked up. and then Yeah. Everyone's yep. like, I'll pay for my own pilot. I just, yeah. Please, I beg you to look at it. <laughs> it's, it's fully produced. I'm trying to sell it to Netflix. It's already <laughs> finished. There's 12 episodes. <laughs> 
I got my own advertisers. Yes. I even made, shot my own commercials, which was very difficult. It was like, Play every part, please. Just look at it. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, thank you. It doesn't have Crystalia in it. Uh, what's your favorite television show these days, Bridger? Uh, that's, oh, that's a good... I, can I have several answers? Um, no. I'll, I'll try to narrow it down. Sorry, just I'll, we'll, one. We'll narrow it down to yeah. a favorite yeah, no, comedy program one. and a favorite drama. Okay, okay. okay genre it And up. then a favorite dramedy. Okay. Well, <laughs> then I have so many favorite dramedies. That's where the list gets long. <laughs> um, favorite comedy... I. Last Man on Earth is just is it? wonderful. Yeah. I, I love have, it. I have his voice on my uh, Waze navigation. Is oh, that you're, good enough? I wasn't aware that was a... I accidentally downloaded okay. it. Oh, I guess I don't have <laughs> Waze, so it doesn't... I it's don't... a great idea for a show. I was excited about that it's idea. It's lived up good. to my expectations. Oh, it's so great. It's, he's so funny, and it's it feels different from yeah. other shows. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt's great, too, but I feel like this is like a very different thing yeah. that I haven't seen before. And drama? Drama? Uh, the Americans, I think. Which I don't know what's going on eighty percent of the time. Sure, <laughs> but the acting is so fine, and occasionally they'll play a Fleetwood Mac song, and you get to see someone get shot to yeah. it, and it's very cool. <laughs> a lot of people like I keep seeing articles like Americans, the show no one's watching that should they should be watching or whatever. Oh, it's so. Have either of you seen it? No, it's I fantastic. Not. Is it it's, Fox? Um, it's FX. Oh, okay. I yes, FX, and it's so good. I. I mean, and if you understand uh, even the Cold War even 5% more than I do, you'll definitely love oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, I, it's it's I, such a huge part of my childhood, that era, you know. Sure. Yeah. Being scared and get ready to hide under my desk at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, what about you two? Do you have... Uh, transparent for me. Oh, I need to I, watch that. It's, it's so... It's the best... It's just the best acting I've seen in a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, with the exception of one person in it, so I just kind of. Avoid. Can you name that person? No, okay. I don't want to. I don't. It's, <laughs> they're it's, terrible. They're, but everyone is so good in it. Uh, and it's just great. And Jill, what's her name? Jill, Jill Soloway. She. I don't. I look. What has she done? She just wrote she, on. She wrote Six on Feet Six Feet Under. Feet Under. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's she, so good. Yeah. yeah it's, it's. I loved the pilot, but I just have been. There are a hundred TV shows I need to watch, and it's and like you mentioned, it's the music and everything. Like the music is beautiful, and oh, it's sure. just shot whimsic- whimsically. Nah, oh, it's just <laughs> it's a, just like a dream world. Not at all. Not at all. That's it's not whimsical. A at all. huge fantastical element. Whatever. All the interstitial lighting things from Punch Drunk Love and all that. Uh, that's that kind of okay. thing. Oh, nice. I, yeah. I just have to compare it to. I it. love that though. When... It's just pretty. Yeah, and uh, that's great. And Jeffrey Tambor is my new favorite person. The, the best. end. Karen? I can't wait to see it. I haven't. I feel like I'm holding that. Like I want to watch it, but I haven't figured out how to do it yet. And I just I'm like holding it like sure. here's a little treat. I I'm got bronchitis, and that was yeah. in, in, in two days. I watched the whole season. I I guess. Well, right now I'm obsessed with the James. Oh, I need to watch that so bad. Um, because because that's my. It, that really is I don't like watching comedy that much I feel it's so so emotional when I watch comedy either I get like yeah. crazily jealous sure. or I love it so much I feel like my head's gonna explode uh-huh. like it's too much yeah. I might be a bipolar but <laughs> um, so I like watching murder shows I also really am fascinated by rich people so the jinx has everything uh-huh. I love all in one beautiful crazy but it's package. it's a documentary but kind of packaged like it's a 
it's a you know, it's episodic a series, but it's like six. Yeah, they did it like staircase style, where they're they meeded it out over six staircase style. Did they teach you that yet? Staircase <laughs> style. No, like the show, the, uh, the staircase, the documentary, oh, yeah. the staircase. Sorry. <laughs> Although that I am familiar jargon. with the no. staircase style <laughs> of, of of comedy writing. episodic. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, oh. you want to have it built. Let's staircase this one, guys. Okay, everybody. <laughs> okay. On That's three. such a great thing you could say in a, <laughs> just with confidence in a meeting. Oh, yeah. People would just the, agree with you. Yes. Be, oh, yeah. Make up jargon like that. And then have people agree with you and then call. That's, yeah. I'm describing an asshole. But. Yeah. There's no such thing as staircase style fraud. <laughs> just prank someone for You no politely reason. agreed with me. Yeah, you nodded and smiled. <laughs> You're a dipshit. To make me feel supported, even though you didn't know what I was talking about. But that means you're dumb. Uh, I also... Wait, there's another one that I liked. Well, The Last Man... Sunday night got crazy where there was tons of shows. Oh, I feel like that happens twice a year when suddenly there are nine shows on Sunday night yeah. that I have to yeah. pick one of. Is that the night Mike and Molly's on? That's the Mike and Molly. <laughs> no, it, it's Mad Men. I'm just thrilled oh. that Mad Men's coming back. I love that show. I'm going to be a mess. Yeah. I'm going to be a, I'm just sad a it's bawling ending. mess yeah. by the end of it. It's. I love it. Do you I watch it, Chris? It. I like John Hamm a lot, but I Mad Men kind of... I just lost right? track and okay. then I tried to jump back in. But yes, like everyone, that first season, I was like, oh, this is a different kind of terrific show. Oh, yeah. It's so good. But Clearly I, genius. Yeah, I feel like there's... A, I'm excited. I'm one of... I'm a dork. I, I'm very excited for Game of Thrones to be on. Oh, again. yes. So me too. I like everyone. Love that. And uh, Love that show. Game of Thrones is wonderful. It is great. Um, Have either of you read those books? No. Books? I can't read. Okay. Oh, that's right. Neither of you can read. I'm so embarrassed. Right now. Which is why I'm sorry we are going nowhere near LAX. Yeah. Like these we are headed are, east. We're almost at the desert now. What is Perfect. that green sign with white squigglies on it? Oh, oh, it's that your American language again. But I sound smart. That'd be it. Right. That's my new favorite character. Perfect. Am I saying that right? There Are you go. the books? Do you recommend the books? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you like the show, it almost feels like you're reading. I I liked it because it felt like I was just reading history books about these characters in this crazy world. There's so much that I couldn't follow, and I if you ask me any specific question about them, I would not be able to answer you at this point. So you haven't read these books. <laughs> <laughs> the covers are so beautiful, <laughs> and I just go to Barnes and Noble and gaze at them. Kind of touch them uh, lightly. No, they're extremely long, and the fourth and the fifth one, I think this is kind of the general opinion, are not that exciting. Mm-hmm. But the third book is great. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. there um, p- enough people read those books that I remember all this, uh, you know, all these people were up in arms about the Red Wedding episode. Oh, uh, sure. Where, or, or some episode where it, it was a little fun. rapier or it was... Consent. I don't know that something that was consent in the book was oh in the most in the recent movie. series. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, with uh, Jamie and Cersei. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that. Remember people getting all mad. Yeah, I think they made it rapier in the show. Right. And in the book, it's not like that at all. But I, yeah, it was just. Uh, I'm like, wait, we're talking about villains here. I mean, I don't yeah. want anyone to get raped. But if anyone in the show was gonna get it, I'd choose Cersei. I'm probably there. Would probably is gonna be some backlash to what I just said. But she's really you will be evil. crucified. She wanted a. Oh, if well, if you're mad that I'm happy she got raped, then you're happy that a little kid got pushed out of a window and his 
forever no, paralyzed. She is a supervillain. Yeah, yeah. She's and, not a good person. Oh, and he, it doesn't make up for it that he can enter wolves spiritually. It does make okay. up. All right, you're no, right. It doesn't, it doesn't. But I do love Bran. That's his name, right? Bran's wonderful. Uh, the first episode that he was in... I was like, oh no, I have a crush on a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> Everything about his face, and like he was all like, man, I'm going to go climb a whole building or whatever. I was just like, oh, I love him just so much. Just a brave little boy. And that, But he is um, in an adolescence now that has made my crush end. Yeah, he's so a, a 35-year-old bird, a I think. legit pedophile. Right, right. Well, it's <laughs> but no, like... yeah, he looks like... He he's, looks like the birds he's entering. Yeah. <laughs> and the one, yeah, once the Olsen twins turned eighteen, I quit looking at photos of them. Oh, I know what you're talking okay. about. Don't relate Don't. to me. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I was doing an old Bob Saget joke. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't like it when I sag it up. <laughs> Gotta sag it up. Don't sag no it up. No diggity. Up. Got to sag it up. <laughs> no diggity. <laughs> oh, sorry. <sighs> Uh, we're we're doing an extra long episode. I, I like think it. I, I is think this is a four hour episode. Well, did, yeah, we, marathon, did you already talk legit. about the marathon on your way here? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, whole okay. goddamn time. Well, I'm. I just want to say I will never run a marathon after today. <laughs> I will actively tell people not to run marathons. It's not fair. It's, yes. Unless you. Yeah. I just Bullshit. all I think of is well, it's inconvenient for the rest of the world. Yes. Your narcissistic desire to run and a. In There's got to be a better city. way to get a Facebook photo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Of you with diarrhea running down your yes. pants. I am, yeah, I, I I, just don't understand why they insist on doing it in the middle of town. It makes no sense. One of the worst days I had a few years ago was also during the marathon. It is, it is a cause of uh, heartbreak to me. I just don't. I really wish I had, like, Brid- Bridger and I talked about this yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to look at what the path is, and then I'll let you know what right. time we're going to get you. The key element that I forgot to do is look at where the path was. Sure. So I was like, we'll get you at 11 or whatever. (laughs) But I was like, it's, I kind of felt like I knew. I was so shocked to see that it really was on sunset, like the least convenient. Oh, it's. The way to to fuck everything in the entire Uh city up is to fuck up Sunset Boulevard. And it's not like it's a pleasant place to run. That's the worst place in the world. Exactly. Why there? What is the novelty of? Is it? Is it some kind of a power pedestrian power move? It's a power move. These pedestrians are taking it back. Yeah, Yeah, they're so sick of getting hit and run. (laughs) (laughs) On every other day. This is right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing great. Okay, um, good. Yeah, it's... Uh, I knew that last... I was nervous. I had trouble sleeping last night because I was worried about... I think we're in good shape, by the I way. I think we yeah, are. It's only 1230, right? It's at 12.20. Oh, yeah, we're in wonderful shape. Yeah, we okay, do, Let good. me do a little math. I was so... I kept waking up because... I had a late show last night that started at midnight, and oh, we screened this thing I was working on, and all the comics did twenty minutes. Oh, so it I'm ended sorry. At like I thought three. you meant you screened it with your friends. You screened it at the midnight show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what audience. is the thing? That's great. It's uh, me being uh, Forrest Gump, or green. It's me acting in a green screen, and then added to the movie Cocktail oh, as a third character, and we kind of re. Oh, kind of in the style of Forrest Gump, and made it more of a of a thriller where I'm stalking Tom Cruise and there's some Scientology <laughs> jokes and but it looks those. amazing yeah I, I would like you to see it it's it well this looks will be amazing. placed on the internet 
that's what last night it was so funny there's a little Q&A kind of and someone said where can we see it and he said well I, I want to put it on YouTube it'll probably get taken down uh, just look for it and when you find it show it to all your friends like that <laughs> I'm like oh that's how viral that's how that happened <laughs> so I, we're gonna put it on Vimeo yeah I, Vimeo is kind of a more lawless and, landscape yeah. because it's as long as too many cooks I, I think a lot of people will see something almost 12 minutes and get scared oh uh, sure so I feel like we should edit a little movie trailer and have that be a minute long with all the highlights but anyway it, I'm just going to put it on Vimeo and has and this been a ton of work? it has been uh, months of work because uh, there's all these reshoots like we look at what comes up and then it's not lit right and my eye line isn't where oh, good Brian Brown is uh-huh. and so it's like oh we have to reshoot that also our mic broke so we have to redo the sound so I was doing all this ADR like looping that and it was just exhausting but it was it, it's where it looks so good it looks I mean that commercial was it Snickers where it's a Brady Bunch scene and oh yeah that looks Danny Trejo uh, yeah. it looks like that it's that technology but with it's jokes great. and not just Steve Buscemi yeah I don't know what happened saying, there saying Marsha 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 yeah. that was a stink <laughs> that was not that was not the Brady Bunch movie but uh, we want to do something with it I want some mystery science theater type repurposing of, of movies that I sounds think. wonderful that, yeah I can't wait to see it thank you thank you I'm excited about it I've, I, I, I want to talk about it but I keep it inside you know like a lot of my feelings <laughs> <laughs> we're on Century Boulevard we street. were closing in on the airport yeah, yeah. we're so close so now. many of our original sponsors remember that first Taco yeah, Bell yeah Taco Bell just everywhere we went <laughs> we said was a sponsor it didn't really work it didn't it, no does no. this episode have a sponsor? Not yet. No. But we're working on that. I feel like talks. right now LA Marathon might want to. Oh jump yeah, in they on are going to pour money I into think this episode. <laughs> all things comedy as a whole is getting sponsored by some mattress company, and all the money will go to everyone. Yeah, that's coming. I haven't told you about that. I saw the email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, if it's a little bit of scratch, why not? Mattress yeah. company wants to give you money. I don't know what they're called yet, but we aren't sponsored by them yet, so I can just call them. Pins and needles. Serta? <laughs> Serta. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't. No. We do not recommend Serta. Uh, yeah. Oh, They're it's very awesome. bumpy. It's Sealy Posturepedic or nothing. Um, Bridger. A, my wife drumps while I drink wine or whatever. <laughs> Bridger, when is your birthday? Yeah. Uh, my birthday's in October. Oh, and do you want me to tell you where, uh, which airline? Yes. I will be flying Wait, out? can we guess? Yeah, let's, yeah absolutely. Um, let's see. You're flying And then I'll Austin. guess his birthday okay. in October. Okay. Yeah. October 20th. It's my birthday. You're flying Alaska? October 9th. I oh, knew it. Geez. I knew it was the 20th or the 9th. Damn it. I didn't and you are on guess. Alaska. Horizon. Uh, <laughs> nope. Stand. Southwest. Southwest. Oh, God. Yeah. Third Kinda one in. That was Kinda good. Easy. That was a it's good a very th- Austin flight. Yeah. You know? Southwest. You're going to love it there. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you'll be frustrated and locked in a room. <laughs> ruling I, hours but know, I hope you get to see Spoon if I, I get to get, see Spoon and yeah. eat some food I will be you should, if you happy. don't get a see Spoon when you eat the food you should eat it with a spoon perfect oh that was dumb that was there's a, a lot of good <laughs> do you eat barbecue I love barbecue You're, you're gonna have a lot of great opportunities yeah, to have delicious food fill myself throat. with meat and tacos yeah, do have breakfast tacos while you're there. That's that been is, my dream for at least five years. It's the best. To have breakfast tacos? In Austin, There's because people so go crazy good. about them. Just all that Tex-Mex. Oh. You'll gain a few pounds, but God, it's just the best. I, when I lived there, I just... I got... I ate a lot, and I got big, and uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. I was also drinking beer every night. You, you slipped go. back down, Chris. You really look nice. great. 
Well, thank you. Um, you know, that's just kind of fishing. I was hoping you'd say that. Now, Bridger, do you have anything you want to plug? I can plug... I mean, can I just plug products I love? <laughs> sure. Yes. Because I need to get the word out about Mother's Brand Peanut Butter Gaucho Cookies. Ooh. <laughs> what? I cannot stop talking... For the Please last describe. year, I've been bothering people to buy these. I've never even heard I've of them. Have you ever had a Nutter Butter? Yes. yes this course. is that times a billion. This is oh. such a superior cookie snack. Okay. And They're a from... little expensive at Ralph's, so okay. I wait for them to go on sale. <laughs> But when they do go on sale, I will buy six to eight packages at a time. Oh, wow. They are phenomenal. It's a sandwich cookie with peanut butter, but for some reason, it's it's the best and tasting you, thing. They say it's Mother's Gaucho. What, peanut what's... butter gauchos. Gauchos. Am I, pro- I don't know if I'm pronouncing that yeah, correctly. Yeah, you are. Gaucho's correct. Gaucho uh, is a type of cookie. I'm, I'm, I mean, I I've never heard it for referred to as a cookie, but I, a... the word gaucho is like... That's a, it's a Mexican cowboy. Oh, wow. Oh, oh that's right. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Um, yeah, peanut butter gauchos. Mother's has other types that are fi- fine or I haven't tried. They have the taffy, the yeah. chocolate sandwich. But the peanut butter gaucho is another world. I oh, think that's... mothers are famous for those. They're circus uh, or animal cookies And that those are for me are not. That is not an appealing snack. No, no. no, That's a baby cookie. No. Weird, waxy sugar. But (laughs) what's the deal with a gaucho? So it's like a peanut butter Oreo? But I feel like that's underselling it. The texture, the flavor, everything about this is so good. I can't... Cannot tell. I, which, I hate that I don't like certain words to where I I don't like the word gaucho. What's gaucho wrong with, with a cookie? What I does like it, it with the Mexican cowboy. It makes me think of the name Gringo. Okay. Oh, all right. And uh, you know, peanut butter Gringos. See, the gauchos <laughs> used to sit, and a lot of the cowboys used to sing a song called "Green Grows the Grass," and so in mimicking the cowboys, they'd say "Gringos." That's where Gringo comes from. Oh. You're making all no, that. and uh, this is—it's funny I'll because this is real. <laughs> Google that stuff. Uh, Gringo, and then Green Grows the Grass. The song okay. it'll pop up. I had no idea. And Albert Broccoli's family invented broccoli by crossbreeding cauliflower in it. Okay, now you're just saying. That. Yeah, yeah, that's totally made up. That's no, idea. I, okay, maybe they didn't okay. invent broccoli. I'm right about the Gringo. Thing. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> is you, that the only product you want to plug? Let's see. Let me see if I can. I, can I plug an album? Yeah, yeah. Um, We're just going to do a band your called uh, Dick Diver, uh, Melbourne, Florida. Fantastic Australian band. Nice. Singing sad songs. Oh, oh wonderful. I like um, sad songs. Dick Diver. That's I've never even heard of them. Yeah, and it's a. I think a lot of people assume they're going to be like this obnoxious band because they're called Dick Diver, but right. it's a, I think it's an <laughs> F. Scott Fitzgerald character or something. So it's a. You know, this is okay. It's they're working on multiple band. levels. It does, it does make me think of a tiny guy in a speedo diving into someone's urethra. <laughs> is that good or bad? Bad. Okay. Bad. That sounds painful. <laughs> That's gaucho ass. Yeah. If it's you. anything like a, a swab. All right. Okay, I've been to a doctor. Sue me. Uh, All right. (laughs) So that's an album. I do have. It's been in the works since last July. A web series coming up. I don't want to give anything away. Okay. It's gonna be. I'm hoping to shoot for like six seasons of this. Uh huh. Um, We've got the first season done. Uh, My friend Matt Ingebretson and I worked on it. Um, It's my friend. It's got a beautiful. Okay, Matt is my friend. (laughs) And mine. Um, And mine. 
He's great. Yeah, he's fantastic, and my friend Jordan Kim is editing it, so it's going. It's almost done, and I think it's going to really change the way people think about web series. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything you need, and I think it's going to be. I think the first season is ten episodes. It's got everything. <laughs> so look forward to that in what, describe the it, future. Does it, does it have a title? I, I don't know that Anything. I can describe it. Um, Wait a minute. Is this a non-existent no, web this is, series? No, it's an absolutely, but I don't want to give anything away because then okay. I... Right. I, I won't, it has a, the, a beautiful theme song sung by my friend James Gerard. I composed the lyrics. Oh. Um, it's got... It just has got so many things working for it. <laughs> <laughs> when does it come out? Um, hopefully soon. Jordan has been busy editing other projects, but he's, I believe, almost done. So. And are you going to put it like on Twitter, or how are you going? To I'm let just going to blast this all over the internet. <laughs> that's where mine. That's where mine's coming out it, too. You know, yeah, the it's going to. Good, blast. great. We're okay. going to have it on the internet. We'll have it on the on YouTube, and then I'm going to, you know, just politely ask people on Twitter too. Spend some time watching it. Take a looky-loo. But, uh, yeah, ten episodes, ten seasons, and look (laughs) forward to that little thing in the next year. And you're the star of it? I am the star of it. Okay. I'm excited. Matt has a small part, um, and there, you know, I go through something that I think a lot of people can relate to and have struggled with, and they're... People are going to love it. It's going to really... Uh, we're looking at a... You know, I don't know any web series to compare it to, but it's going to be the best. That sounds terrific. So look yeah. Wow, this person's that. being a real yeah. jerk. Okay, that's not fair. Really dumb. Yeah. Well, and normally with our sign-off, doing? we honk, but I... Yeah, well, I feel no, like this we may... can do it yeah. here. Oh, there's oh, my coworker, Jack Allison. Right no way. Do you, you know that guy? Yeah, God, see, he well, looks... See that? Oh. Who is it? Oh, I oh, thought... oh, not that guy. Oh, that no, guy that over looks, there. It looks That's like my, a crypt uh, fellow writer on the oh, show. Oh, wow. So oh, nice. Great. Oh, yeah, there you can is. run right into well, him, man. Allison, well, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Have a great time. Yeah, thank, thank you so for much. you. I'm sorry that we had to... terrific. This was a struggle today. No, it was <laughs> fun. It was a great special episode. We're going to honk at your friend, because yeah. I'm going to say thank you for being on Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. Sorry. A-R. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.